Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Horror. No normal mind can imagine. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are Fetch of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. And I am Jeremy. Very excited. This is the, well, this isn't the season finale, but it's it's Halloween. We're very excited because this is obviously the greatest time of the year. It, it really is. And the weather was absolutely perfect today. Like, this is my oh, yeah. kind of shit. Oh, yeah, we had to be at a football game for 945 this morning, and it wasn't in London. It was actually in Upton. And last week, it was so cold and miserable. Like, the cheerleaders were like, we want to go home. And you can't blame them because we wanted to go home, too. But the the sun was out today. It was actually, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Actually, overdressed. It It was really, really nice. And I had to do some work on my deck today. I had to, wow, I can't even, like... Put a, a, a way. You the, don't know um, what you were doing. I had to take a board. I'm sure out. you did whatever it was. Well, yeah. Now, I had to take a board out from my deck. It was against the house, so somebody, so we could have a guy come in and put like aluminum flashing underneath the siding. Uh, and okay. I just hadn't secured it down yet, so I had to like go back and re-put the little hidden clips in, and it, it was a pain in the nuts. But it was nice. It was nice out, and I listened to a bunch of horror soundtracks while I was doing that. Mm, nice. So I, was re- so I was researching while working today. Yeah. So right when we got home from the football game before one o'clock, one o'clock, one o'clock, one o'clock kickoff, I banged through a bunch of opening scenes, hoping to find some, some more Deddy's uh, nominees, but I did not find any, but you know what? I always over research. So we, we, we've got plenty. We'll get there. But first we're talking. Haunt. This is a recipe for disaster. From 2019. Obviously, I came up with some gross recipes. First of all, I made some brain and eyeball salad. I haven't even tried it. Brain and eyeball salad. Okay. Way better than I was expecting. So, obviously in the movie, hold on, let me put that away. (laughs) It's like, obviously in the movie, there's that whole sensory part where you have to stick your hand in and you got to touch the body part and one's brains, one eye is eyeballs. The third one's razor blades. I didn't put any razor blades in this recipe because I actually, you know, wanted to enjoy it. So, I found out down south, they actually put grapes in a lot of pasta salad. So I made a spaghetti and eyeball, spaghetti and eyeball, (laughs) spaghetti and grape pasta salad. You know, obviously mayonnaise, a little bit of sugar, some diced red onions, apple cider vinegar, a little bit of salt and a ton of bacon. And it's uh, it's actually pretty good. So to wash that down or not wash it down, you wash it down. It's pretty good. I'll I'll send you the picture of this because you can't really tell. This is spider vodka. There's a spider floating on top. 
Cheers. Oh, cheers. And then I just went shipyard pumpkin head. Nice. For my Halloween beer. Yeah, yeah. So those are my recipes for disaster. On Halloween, a group of friends encounter an extreme haunted house that promises to feed on their darkest fears. The night turns deadly as they come to the horrifying realization that some nightmares are real. And uh, yeah, the front cover, some monsters are real. And what are you (laughs) carving this Halloween? (laughs) I know you've been hounding me to watch this movie for God, since we started the show, right? Yeah, it came out 2019. Yeah, I kind of wish I watched this a lot sooner because this this was fantastic. Usually I'm not like into the whole like haunted house kind of movie, but you know what? This was well done. Very this well done. This is a very different take on the haunted house. Like I almost don't even want to say it's a haunted house movie. It takes place in a in a haunt, loose air quotes. <laughs> but it's a it's a slasher set inside a place where people are trapped. So very extreme escape building. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of these have been popping up and I actually just watched a documentary about this recently. Like traditional haunted houses don't really like these extreme haunts. Like there's actually one it's done by Russ McCamey. Have you ever heard of McCamey Manor? I want to say I have. You've probably heard about it at at some point. There's a 40-page waiver you have to sign before you do it. Supposedly, some person has had a heart attack during the experience, I guess, because it's an experience. Basically, you get tortured for like four hours. And he used to give away a $20,000 prize if you completed it, and not one person has ever walked away with money. Probably because he knew they could never complete it. Yeah, I think he picks people knowing that he can break them psychologically. (laughs) It's like, so so what are your five greatest fears? He's like, note, hello, okay, spiders. Well, you're going to go into the spider room. Those like sound like like, interesting to do, but at the same time, it's like, eh, I don't want to have to sign a waiver to go to a haunted house or something. I mean, some sound pretty fun. Like this one in particular, I... Just because of its extreme nature, I I brought it up. I mean, this one, I would not want to do. It seems like a waste of money. Yeah, it's like, all right, great. Uh, Jeremy, you're going to go sit in a a tub of water, and you're just going to, you know. Well, That is one of the things they do. They put you in a cage and will take your head and basically drown you. They waterboard you, and they record the whole thing and put it on YouTube for laughs. So not Jesus only Christ. are you like freaking out, some people like piss their pants, they like quit bawling their eyes out, but then you have to watch yourself on YouTube. <laughs> Just <laughs> And all the badass keyboard warriors are going, I can handle that. Oh, everyone says they can handle it, but obviously not one person has ever handled it. All right, so let's get into it. Oh, again, I know I mentioned this before, but just in case, 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. You can text START to 88788. There is some domestic abuse themes running through this whole movie, so not something we take lightly. All right, so Haunt, 2019, 
Uh, Scott Beck and Brian Woods. Spoilers ahead. They actually wrote A Quiet Place around yeah. the same time that they wrote this movie. A little bit difference in extremes. Completely two different movies, which is awesome. I can't wait to see what you know their next movie might be. <clears throat> so it starts off, somebody's like drilling, welding, blacksmithing, Black. setting trip wires and stuff like that. So it looks like... I did love how they put the title along one of the trip wires. Yeah. That was really cool. That was pretty cool. And then you don't see those trip wires for the next hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, this is just something to uh, think about. Yeah. Uh, so this is Carbondale, Illinois, Halloween time. It looked like a really kind of nice night, although you don't you can't tell how cold it is, but cool fall night. Uh, it's Halloween, and uh, it's like an empty suburban street, and a pumpkin gets smashed on the front door of this house. We meet our first character. This is Bailey, I believe it is. And a red, it was like a red truck that like takes off. Red pickup truck whose driver is full of red flags. Uh, uh, so it turns out we'll also meet Harper, who's who's upstairs. Uh, this is her boyfriend who uh, appears to be a douche canoe. Yeah. So we first see Harper as Bailey's like yelling up at her because she sees the red pickup truck, knows that it's her boyfriend. They show in Harper's room as she's, you know, concealing up a black eye. You see yeah. a picture of them, her and her boyfriend, conveniently standing in front of the red pickup truck. So there's no time wasted in, you know, exposition. So you figure out exactly who that asshole was. Yeah. As she turns on Night of the Living Dead to... Uh... I love this. There, there should be a list of movies that play that movie because it's free. You know, it's in public domain. <laughs> Like anytime someone's watching something on Halloween, it's like, oh, yep, Night of the Living Dead. We're coming to get you, Barbara. So you can see like on like through text messages, obviously he's being very aggressive, like, you know, don't ignore me, you know, fucking answer me, like all shit like that. And so Bailey comes back in and says, you need to end this shit. And so she starts to write a message that says it is over, but doesn't send it. She hands it back to to harper eventually harper sends it and because they want to go out to the club they want to party and they do now i i would like to mention that one of harper's friend so everyone is dressed in a halloween costume oh that's right we have bailey in uh like a makeshift cat outfit which is like you see a cat every anytime you go to a halloween party it's easy for a girl to like put a little black on her nose and put on cat ears. Boom. I'm a cat. Meow. You know, and then we get a twenties flapper. We get the nurse who automatically says, yeah, you do have a black guy. Cause Harper tries to deny it. And she has all these medical terms. So her Halloween costume kind of reflects her station in life. Like she's obviously yeah. in college going to become a, a nurse or a doctor or whatever. Yeah. I want to say what was, uh, was that Amanda, Amanda and Mallory? Uh, we have Mallory and Angela. Angela. A very cool way, I think, to introduce all these characters pretty quickly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so they head off to the club. And then there's this guy, Nathan, who I thought was like the biggest, like, kind of dickhead at first. 
he just kind of came off that way. Uh, yeah, I mean, you see him and you're just like, oh, that's a you know typical jock. Basically, he didn't want to go to this party either. He just kind of rolled out of bed and he was like, oh, what am I going to wear for a costume? And he puts on his baseball uniform and has a baseball yeah. bat. And he's like, oh, here's my costume. It's like Norm. Every year he's got a shirt and <laughs> says like, this is my costume, you know? <laughs> but yeah, so like Harper thinks he like waved her over and she goes over. She's like, hey, what's up? Oh, um. Hi. It was like really, really awkward exchange. Yeah, because he was actually waving for a drink. Yeah. Like Bailey comes over and does like kind of like an even bigger like douche kind of thing. She's like, oh my God, Nathan, you're like great to see you. And then as he's saying something back, she takes off to see somebody else. Yeah. So, but yeah. So after that whole thing, this fat dude in a, oh, sorry, one third of a, what was it a caterpillar costume or? It was oh, a human was centipede. And human centipede, that's right. He was the ass end of the human centipede, and his two friends bailed on him, so now he just looks like an asshole. And I have to say, Andrew Caldwell is hilarious. He's probably my favorite character in this movie. Uh, he was actually just in Cursed Friends, and he's hilarious in that movie, too. Like, this dude's funny as so. hell. Yeah, so I believe his name is Evan in this movie. Yeah. Well, actually, first, like, he he gets, like, friggin' pissed when he's telling everyone that, like, his friends bailed on him. Like, smashes a, not smashes a drink, but he spills a drink. He slaps a solo like, cup, and it gets all over Harper. Um, yeah. We do see some vodka bottles with spiders floating in them. A oh, little yeah. recipe that, right. callback. That's right. The spider vodka. And then she gets a text. Harper gets a text from Sam. Her boyfriend says, guessed my costume. I honestly couldn't tell what the hell it was. I paused. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. So I think he's going as Chad Pricksmith. <laughs> so she's trying to call an Uber because now she's a little, you know, freaked out. And like down the end of it was like an alley, this strange dude wearing a red robe. Yeah, she tried to go out the side door so her friends wouldn't notice her leaving and she's just bouncing. And then he turns around, he's gone. But Nathan I, pops out. I, I, it seems like this guy might have been Sam and she's worried that he's stalking her. But I really See, think I this, thought. I thought this guy was just like, oh, I was going to go down this alley to take a piss, but someone's looking at me. I think I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm going to go somewhere else now. It's true. And then he was just gone. But no, at, at first I thought it was, I thought it was Sam. So, yeah, Nathan pops out, and the guy disappears, and she kind of has a flashback to the house she grew up in. And she wants to leave. Nathan's like, no, 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 come on, like, let's, let's, let's stay. And they decide, like, as they're, like, walking down the street, they're like, oh, let's, let's do fucking a haunted house. Let's, let, let's yeah, fucking yes, do I that. thought this was a little odd. So she just met Nathan, doesn't know yeah. him. And he convinces her to keep hanging out where she was sitting there pondering going home. And you could see that she was having some reservations about that. And that's, you know, we get the little flashback, but you don't really see much at this point. And then, yeah, she's convinced to, oh, let's keep hanging out. Yeah. Evan, human centipede, he drives, but apparently he's like a Lyft driver and was trying Uber. to charge his, well, it. Well, it was their version of Uber. I literally thought he said Uber. Oh, but the sign didn't say Uber. They probably couldn't use it. It was Boober. 
but anyway, so yeah, he's trying to charge his friends to to hang out with them, basically. Yeah. And then Nathan throws the sign out the window. <laughs> it was great. It's like, oh yeah, oh, is this what it is? That was kind of a dick move. They just get in the car to all go somewhere, and he's just like, okay, charging y'all. Like, fair starts now. So Sam's following them in the truck. Or at least it seems like it is. I thought it was him. I'm pretty sure that was Sam. Yeah. They end up losing him very easily. The lights, they pull over to the side. They allude to that he's a drunk. So, you know, I I guess you could lose him pretty easily. Yeah. They just pull off to the side of the road, not even like down like a driveway or a street and just pull over. They're in the breakdown lane and they just turn the lights off. Because, you know, the reflection of the taillights won't be seen as you drive by. That's a classic movie. Have you ever been uh, getting chased by the cops and you go down like a a side street and you pull in someone's driveway, you turn off your lights and duck? And then they just just drive by. (laughs) Problem is now your lights stay on for like 30 seconds. Oh, no, you can you can uh, you can change that. No, I I know. But if you're not thinking of that, like if you're drunk and you're not. You shouldn't be drinking and driving, sir. Then again, this I guess you true. shouldn't be being chased by the police. It's true. It was a different time. Different time back then. Seems like they lost him. Right in front. Boom. Haunted house. Like and, an illuminated sign. And the, like the ED kind of like flickers off. So it just says haunt. Yeah. They drive up and then there's like this gate with what was like a werewolf or something like over like the entrance. Yeah. And I, so he kind of had a map to this place and there's only one Yelp review of it and it's in the middle of nowhere which I mean a lot of these haunts are in the middle of nowhere like they're usually at like a farm or somewhere where they can build you know the haunt I I was very curious about that one Yelp review I know I wish they said who who. it was like who did it (laughs) killer clown number five (laughs) you know devil mask guy he was not very nice to me. Or is there just... Well, no, it would be them. Place. They'd be like, yeah. best, best haunt ever. Clown face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Devil mask <laughs> emoji. And there's like two two red lights coming through the eyes, which was pretty cool. So they drive on through. There's like four cars, like in the parking lot. Yeah. So it's the it's the group before them. And then two of their vehicles, I imagine. Yeah. There's already some, yeah, there's some people waiting. Angela is, says that there's one Yelp review, but uh, the proceeds go to Red Cross. So, well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. The nurse says that. And uh, uh, this, so this was actually a uh, dairy factory. Oh, yeah. I read that. That they uh, built all these sets in. Pretty cool. I mean, the production design, nice. I, I really yes. liked like the sets. This could be a fun, fun house to go through if, you know, you could not have to sign a waiver and give up your cell phones and home addresses and And get killed. Yeah. So they're signing the waiver. Actually, before that, sorry, there's there's a clown that's at the door and makes Bailey pick a hand. She picks one, nothing. Picks another, nothing. And then he pulls the fun old magic trick, pull and key from behind your ear yeah that works with the kids you know yeah uh they have to sign the waivers and they have to give up their cell phones and do exactly as they're told do not touch the cast yeah so 
They put their cell phones in a lockbox, but no need to worry because they get to hold the key. And as soon as they get out, they can, you know, unlock their phones. So, yeah. like, no one else can get to their phones. Wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, there's a big, loud scream from inside. Uh, they all go in. Oh, yeah. And, and that go- scream entices them to go in. Right. They're like, oh, this sounds awesome. Yeah. So, th- so I, I want to drop, like, there's a lot of little tiny hints about the uh, the big theme running through the movie. And this is what. They ignore a big red flag. Other than that scream? No, the scream is the red flag. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You know, like, because someone's probably being murdered in there, and right, but, they're just like, oh, hell yeah, let's do this. Right. But, I mean, it could be someone who's just really, really scared of things. No, and I, I, just, no I, I, I get that. I get, like, the it, where it's the duality. It works both ways. But when I, all right, so I'm just going to, all right. The whole movie is about abuse, the cycle of abuse and Harper realizing it and overcoming her abuse and breaking the cycle and her past trauma. And so there we go. Sorry. Perfect. So, yeah, so they all go in, the door opens, there's a bunch of like maniacal laughter, uh, sound effects. <laughs> Kind of, kind of seems like cheesy, like right out of the gate. Oh, wicked cheesy. Um, like, you know, Bailey, that there's that plastic skeleton that pops up and like slaps Bailey puts Evan the, and he's like, oh, yeah. my God. Bailey puts like the cat ears on it. Yeah. And uh, they have to go through one of those like rotating like tube things. Oh, those can be really disorienting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even watching it, I was like falling over. And you notice how they're like walking weird and it's like that. Yeah, I, I remember going to fun houses as a, as a kid, and I, I mean, I loved how it made you feel a little weird as you're like walking through. Like the platform doesn't move, but you know the optical right. illusion. Right, right. Uh, Harper doesn't seem to really like that, and then a cast member, she's wearing now. This I'm assuming it was a female at this point because it's a feet like a witch mask. Yeah, so every cast member is wearing basically a generic monster yeah. mask. Yeah. We get six uh, of them. We've got the clown, which we've met. We've got a yeah. witch, devil, zombie, vampire, and ghost. Mitch which the ghost. I think he looks like whipped cream on top of a hot chocolate and more, yeah. more so than a ghost. Yeah. I, I call him Ghost Mitch. Ghost Mitch. So, yeah. So... She drags out the witch drags out a body bag and unzips it and then like this chick is like tied so up. They're she, separated by by glass. By a fence. Yeah. Was it glass or was it a fence? I, I either way they were they were separated. Yeah. And of course, like she's screaming. She's like, help me, help me. Like, I won't tell anybody. I swear I won't tell anybody. And then she gets a hot poker. There's some steam, and then like a curtain comes down, they're gone. And they're cheering they're like, wow, that was so good. Because, I mean, it, it, there was no gore. So it's like right. the witch heats up the hot poker and there's like a little bit of suspense. And like as she's like about to press it into uh, the body bag chick, yeah, steam just goes everywhere and fills the room so they can't see. So they just assume it's, you know, part of the show. Right. I was at a haunted house when I was a kid. It was, I must, I don't think Amanda was born yet. So I must have been like, four, five, unless she was somewhere else. So I was way too young to be going into a haunted house. 
My dad said it was a great idea. We go through, I think there was different floors. There's the basement was like a, a laboratory. And, you know, we go through and it's just people jumping at you and like stupid plastic things and like just, you know, it's a bunch of crap. But when you get to like the end of the maze, there's tables set up and it's like this dude set up for surgery and there's a body on the slab and he just starts cutting into the guy and blood is just (laughs) spattering everywhere and he's going nuts and he's sawing the the person up and like people, oh my God. uh," And like, I'm not, I'm, I'm freaked out. But not that freaked out because I know it's a show. But then the guy looks right at me and goes, you're next. And I just start bawling my eyes out. <laughs> and I had to get carried out of there. And yeah, I'm pretty sure my dad got in trouble for that one. Like, I told you he's too young. <laughs> so, so another door opens and now there's two hallways. Safe. And not safe. Which I, hallway do you take? I think I would lean more to the not safe as like a reverse psychology type of thing. Right. But at the same time, I'd be like, they, they probably go the same exact place. Right. So I believe Harper and they split up. It was three and three, right? Yes. Yeah. So I think it was like Harper, Nathan and Mallory, maybe. I don't really remember, but they went, they went down the not safe road while the others went the other way. And one has like spider webs with like real fucking spiders. Yeah. There's a lot of like the fake plastic ones, but there are, you can see a couple of them are moving. Yeah. And then there's like three coffins at the end of like that hallway or room or whatever it was. The hallway has like, it looks like wood pallets. It's like lined by like wood pallets or something like that. Yeah. And they're like covered in oil with like these two like big like trash bags that are like hanging. It's just these sacks that are so full that they're dripping. It's like, yeah. what is that smell? It smells like oil. Like, hmm. Interesting. So Ethan opens one of the coffins. And so like they open all three of them and they're like nothing, there's nothing here. Nothing works. But they figure out it only works if the door is shut. So yeah, there's a, there's a back door and yeah. you have to have the coffin closed. So basically you have to be closed inside a coffin to progress. Correct. So every so this is Evan, Mallory, and Bailey, I think. So they go in. Mallory doesn't get, like, was it she doesn't get through or something like that? Or the door doesn't open for her. Right. The top opens. <laughs> Oh, man. Right, the top opens with the light and then gets a fuck ton of um, spiders. Yes, Just which like, she had mentioned earlier that she, I hate spiders. Oh, don't worry, they're fake. Yeah, but still, you know. Yeah, and, and she gets on the other side and dude had found a, like a receipt from Party City. Like, look at these motherfuckers. Like, Plastic spiders, plastic snakes, spider webs, this, blah, 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 blah. These cheap ass people. Yeah. So there's another like crawl space opening with a lot of arrows pointing towards it. Obviously meaning enter here. Harper wants nothing to do with it. She said she doesn't like small spaces. And 
like probably other... shouldn't say stuff out loud like that in one of these places. Right. And then the other group is in this like crazy mirror room. And Angela said that they're, um, they're two way mirrors. Cause it's like the reflection was off or something like that. Right. You know, you go back to the other group who's now in the crawl space trying to, f- it's like a crawl space maze. So they're trying to find their way out. There's like creaking noises. Harper's freaking out. And Mallory doesn't make it out. Uh, back to the other three, there's like x-rays in there. Find this other room. There's x-rays on the wall with uh, a sign that says, guess the body parts. Yeah. Sounds see, like a fun game. At my elementary school, they had like, you know, those crappy little walk through, you know, down the hallway type of, you know, strobe light haunted house yeah. thing that they were doing for charity. And at the end, there was a few shoe boxes and you were supposed to stick your hand into and, and basically do the same thing. Same exact thing. One was spaghetti. One was, you know, grapes, like uh, grapes. But they were like they were all wet, you know? Yeah. And for some reason, I was so scared to stick my hand in. And my mom's just like, why are you scared to put your hand in? This is your elementary school. What do you think's in there? I was like, I don't know, razor blades? She's like, no. <laughs> there are no razor blades in there. But uh, unfortunately here, that's not the case. Correct. Uh, so one person reaches in, grabs, oh, look, it's, it's brains. But it was, you know, spaghetti or lasagna or whatever the hell it was. It was spaghetti. Hence the recipe for brains and eyeballs. Oh, that's correct. Uh, the next person goes up and... Uh, I believe that's Nathan who grabs uh, some some grapes. Yep. Helped himself to one. Which is baby, so disgusting. Yeah. You don't know how like where those grapes are from, how old they are, how many people have like put their hand in that bowl of grapes. I want to know who who made the spaghetti. I mean, somebody had to cook it. Spaghetti is very easy to make, Jeremy. I'm not saying it's not. It was probably the vampire. <laughs> he was their errand boy, right? Ah, uh, that's right. Probably burned a batch and they start smacking him around. <laughs> Bailey uh, reaches in, loses Harper's ring because it like fell off. And then. Yes, because like, she has Harper's mother's ring from earlier. Ah, yes. uh, that's right. Yes. Because she asked if she could borrow, but, you know, she just, you know, make sure you don't, don't lose it. Don't lose it. It's very sentimental to me. Which is foreshadowing of her losing it. So Nathan reaches in to like try and like reach it. Jokes about getting stuck. Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> Bailey is stuck and she gets razor blades on like cuts on her arms. Yeah, that was fucked up because she comes out, you see the little lines and then you start bleeding. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. So this was like this was like the first time that we start. They start to realize, oh, no, this is kind of not good. Yeah, shit just got real. Yeah. Now, Evan and Harper wait for uh, for Mallory. I, I keep getting confused as to who's with whose group. But Evan, Evan and Harper wait for Mallory. Someone's crawling out, and it's the big dude in the red robe again. And he hits, like, one of those, like, heavy power switches. And um, so another door, like is down the end of the hallway or something like that. And there's some loud banging and clinking and like gears opening and shit like that. Or at least that's what it sounded like. 
and there's like chainsaw fucking sounds coming from like a hole where they need to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's like a bunch of speakers that are amplifying the sound. So it's like way worse than it is, but is it right? She says she's going to go first, which is pretty ballsy for a person that just said that they don't like small spaces. Rope man is standing behind Evan. Like he, I think it was just for like kind of like a second you you saw him kind of like a graveyard type place. Yeah, like a little graveyard set. There's a chainsaw guy who has a real chainsaw, but apparently he's all up on um, Evan's safe space. Oh, yeah. And dude pushes him over. Yep. So Evan done fucked up. He's like, I probably shouldn't have done that. I mean, they were, they said don't touch the cast. Yeah, they didn't say anything about the cast not touching you. It's true. Or like getting in your face. I mean, we didn't see the waiver that they signed. But um, the waiver that Russ McCamey makes you sign basically says they could do whatever the fuck they want to. Yeah, basically. Now, the other three, uh, Bailey, Bailey's group, uh, they're in another room with... uh, Another kind of like separation, I think it was like a fence. And the witchy chick comes out with another body bag. And And this time they're all screaming, hey, stop. Our friends hurt. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And in this body bag is Mallory. It's all tied up. Yeah. Yep. Um, So she gets the hot poker right through the head. Oof. So now one of their friends is officially dead curtains for Mallory. Yeah. And Cause, cause, cause they were curtains, curtains. Yeah. The, the real curtains actually did close and they're all freaking out. Rightfully yep. so. Yeah. I mean, they just watched their friend's face get impaled. Yeah. Uh, so now, like I said, realizing shit's just got real. Bailey gives Nathan to the, the key to the box up front and he's eat. Ethan Evan is trying to pick the lock so they're all they're all kind of together now I think oh right? yeah because he's like I can pick any lock and gets the hairpin and he's yeah. picking a lock there and it's not working and he's like I'm not fucking Robert De Niro from heat I'm a what did he say like a, a gym manager yeah I can pick lockers yeah he's like this is a two-way lock or some shit like that yeah because it locks on both sides yeah, those are creepy. I used so, to I used to live in a house that had that. You needed a key to get out of the house. Oh, weird. Yeah. Well, I remember like my old boss's house. Like you to lock the door at night, you had to like hold like both handles, make sure they were straight, push one in and like turn it. It was fucking weird. Imagine someone's trying to get in and you're like, "Oh my god." Like that's a that's annoying. So Nathan uh suggests looking for like a crowbar or something with you know, leverage or whatever that they can, you know, break the lock with while Evan's kind of like peeking through the fence there. He sees, Oh, he's there. There's the poker. Let's kind of reach for it. And I think he grabs Angela. It's like, Hey, your arms like smaller than my fucking fat limb. Yeah. Yeah. He can't get to it. Was it Nathan's now like while he's looking around, he's in a room where it looks like a bunch of mannequins with sheets over him like sees the robe guy and drops the key down 
like the grate or whatever. <laughs> of course, when you drop the key, there's always a grate right there. No matter what, just convenient. Well, it would actually be inconvenient, but yes, I, I get you. Yes, yeah. Uh, one of the, one of the fucking mannequins like falls over, but then another one like kind of goes around the corner. Or you see somebody go around the corner, uh, but comes back and this one talks. And Nathan noticed like he was wearing sneakers, and of course, like he quickly like hit it and like covered it with like his robe again. Uh, Bailey apologizes. Uh, for losing the ring, Harper like tells her the story about how her dad was like abusive for her mom, and that's like what the you know why the ring was so important. Tells her how she dreams about going home, and her mom like opens the door and tells her that he, you know her father is gone forever. Like that's her reoccurring dream that we kind of like see her flashback to. Right. Um, Angela's still reaching for the for the poker underneath. And the witch steps on her hand, but Evan was able to grab it. Nathan comes back to the room with uh, the masked helper, uh, Ghost Man. He's Ghost Man. He seems to be apologetic. He goes, this isn't supposed to happen, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, he says that, oh, your friend's not dead. She's outside in the parking lot waiting for you guys to finish the haunt. Yep. And he has all the keys. He's got a janitor's amount of keys. He does. Seems to be helpful and trying to help them find the exit. Hey, my name's Mitch. He's like, oh my God, like, yeah, that's right. Here's the door. Here's the exit door. They open the door. It's a brick wall. Doesn't take his mask off, though. That's a little weird. No, and they kept asking him. They're like, I want to see your face. I want to see your face. And yeah, he tells them that his name is Mitch. Uh, they can go through the tunnel, but only one at a time. And Evan's like trying to devise a plan, but only on one condition. Harper says, I want the keys. So she gets the keys. Easy peasy. Evan makes it through that, that crawl space again, headed to the maze. Uh, next is Mitch Ghost. Now, the ghost or- mentions that only one can go in at a time because it's set that if, like the weight limit, if two people go in, a trap door opens yep. and they grab you and that's where you go to with the witch. And she she does, you know, the, the you know, quote unquote, Fake killing for the next group that comes in. Right. So Mitch goes next and Harper's at the door hearing like like grinding noises. Uh, but now Mitch boards up the crawl space after he gets through. And Nathan is now trapped. Someone's banging on the door and Harper's telling them to like run, like get like get the fuck out. Um Red robe guy breaks through with a pitchfork right through Angela's head. I think Bailey ran into the tunnel and like, so Harper like runs away. Like she finds like a red door. Nathan's still like in that crawl space or whatever. Cause you know, Bailey went into the, into that crawl space and the trap door opened and he Nathan, lands like, right on fell. his back. Yeah, dude, that looked like that Ooh. fucking hurt. That, that, that did not look like a soft landing. Uh, Evan made it out, but the lockbox outside is gone. It was like ripped off the, the brick wall, uh, taken by uh, the clown. Yeah. Uh, who takes his mask off. You don't see his face just yet. And Nathan wakes up. Uh, Mitch, Mitch meets Evan outside saying like, 
you know, oh, they're coming. All our friends are coming. Everyone's like right behind and goes back to the clown who's going through all their phones and throws them in a microwave. Or I, I don't know if he does that just yet. Not yet. Okay. He At this point, he's trying to unlock them. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're all like passcoded. Right. So each time one, like, he doesn't get in, he just kind of tosses his side, tries the next one. Yeah. Uh, Harper's holding the door shut from someone trying to break through. Uh, the key breaks in the lock as she's like trying to like either lock it or unlock it. And out comes the red robe guy and like the double mask. Harper thinks it's Sam. Leffen man in the devil mask. Leffen yeah. man in the devil mask. But it's actually a uh, tattooed face guy who apparently has horns and spikes and shit coming out of his face. Yeah, it's uh, like uh, he has like a huge mouth like tattooed over his regular mouth. Yeah, He is and- a creepy smile tattooed over his mouth. He has the uh, the horn implants. It's like body modification. Yeah, with the black, uh, the black contacts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Harper's phone phone rings. So of course, you know that fucks that up. And the clown answers, and it's Sam on the other side. Who the uh, fuck is this? So it shows kind of his face, and he's just got like you know horrible like clown makeup like all over it looks like his face is warped to what clown makeup looks like yeah and he's got the dumb clown haircut uh, that's what i said here typical bald clown hair you know where it's just like back here yeah um tells him it's too late and this is yeah this is what like the the clown throws all the all the phones into the microwave and just like fries them all not yet Okay, that was the next thing I wrote. Because Nathan gets a hold of one, remember? Oh, that's right. And while he's talking to the guy, he messages Sam uh, and yep. sends so him gives, their location and just sends the help. location. Gotcha. That's right. Uh, back to the horny devil who wants to take her face. Uh, Nathan blasts through with a nail gun. Not sure. It, did he? Did he hit him? Like if it did, it didn't really phase him too much. No, I mean, at this point, it looks like this guy has gone through a lot. Yeah, so it, I guess it doesn't really matter. Uh, she runs. Evan is still waiting outside. Mitch asks if he still wants to see his face. And she's uh, like, yeah, sure, what, what, whatever. Yeah, he's like, I just want to go home. And then, of course, Mitch throws his address at him. Yeah. He's like, what? Like, what the fuck? Quickly cuts to Nathan and Nathan and then back to back to Evan and Evan's dead. Like, you didn't see it. But Evan's dead. Didn't and the then, clown guy or the clown, the, the ghost guy show him his face? Oh, that yeah, that's right. Because he said, Oh, it's 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 still a work in progress. Yeah, and he, like basically his nose is gone and like Yeah. He yeah, looked so, he looked like a skull underneath yeah. there. And it was gross. And then he had that hammer. Yeah, and he sticks it in into Evan's mouth and like peels his face back. Yeah. Oof. Was it like Harper? Yeah. Harper's back and finds a hallway with a red bucket tied to a rope. And it says, reach, like reach inside. Right. It's written on the wall. Now, knowing that there's probably a key in there, would you dip, dip your hand in there 
looking for the key or would you dump the bucket out? <laughs> so. I, you would think dumping the bucket out would be easier. But uh, she, she, she's all in at this point. But it said do exactly as it says. Like, that's what the waiver said. So if she tried to dump it out, would that I mean, are they complying with their end of the contract? Yeah, I guess so. I think, you know, once my friends start getting murdered, I might start going a little loosey-goosey with the rules. Fair. So, yeah. She reaches into the, into the what was it, like dead rats or something like that? Like, I couldn't really quite tell. It looked like roadkill and slime. Yeah. So reaches in. It wasn't a key, but it was a flashlight. Oh, yeah, that's right. And the lights go out. While Nathan is walking around, he finds Harper's mother's ring. And like in the behind, like the guest, the, the body part room. Yeah, he sees the bowl of spaghetti, the bowl of grapes. Yeah. And a few razor blades lying there in the ring. Yep. And then he finds like, I'm guessing this was like their break room or something. They had like the micro- microwave and like there's the phones. Uh, he hears someone like walking in. So he hides behind like the blue tarp and. Harper's walking around like there's like the, she gets into like this other room where there's like a board with nails on it and there's like machetes hanging from the wall. Like yeah, just, just basically a, a lot of precarious blade yeah. weapons. Like there's just sharp shit like everywhere and she's backing up and sees like another character and in the process steps on the nail board. Oh. I, 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 I can't imagine like that and it wasn't funny, like, when Daniel Stern does it in Home Alone. Correct. So now there's, like, another guy. And this is, I don't know, demon skull guy, zombie guy. Like, which which guy was this? Uh, this would be zombie. Zombie guy. Okay. Got it. Nathan crawls out, finds Mitch, and has Harper's phone. Like, he comes out from behind, like, the, the tarp. And... See this. See this is when I thought he pinged her. Pinged, pinged Sam. Yes. Yeah, maybe. So yeah, and, so he grabbed the phones. Yeah, or it, the it, phone. Right. So he, so he pings Sam. Pings Sam, and Harper's trying to pull her foot out. She gets it out. Uh, Nathan finds a ladder that actually goes outside. So we're like, oh, okay, well, we're getting somewhere. Harper sees the rope that was in the, like, it sees a rope that's, like, attached to, like, the door with knives. Like, there's, like, a doorway with, like, knives hanging above it. And so she tries, um, she tries crawling through, but, like, her hands are, like, stuck. Like, oh, yeah, it's, like, it's like, like, like a bunch of glue traps right before, and she realizes yeah. she has to get through quick or else the knife door drops. Right. Right. Well, I mean, the it has little help from a, someone trying to cut the rope. Right. Uh, so she makes it in just barely, and then she sees another room that's a door that says escape room, which is like a kid's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Which is great, because this is where all her trauma began. Correct. In her bedroom, and we see flashbacks of, you know, her hiding underneath her bed earlier in life and that's where right. she is now she's gonna face her trauma so and new trauma wall, 
Yeah, old traumas, new traumas. Old traumas, new traumas. Let's all come along. So it says, find the key to escape the haunt. Uh, there's like a door with like gears on it that says the end. Oh, can I just say how this part was a little annoying? It's just she's got like the little mirror. And she has to hold it up to see what all the backward shit says. I mean, it wasn't it's that like, hard. You could just read it. I mean, I think you know what the end is looks like backwards. I knew what all the things were backwards. <clears throat> it's just like, oh, my God, holding the mirror. I mean, it makes it more dramatic. Yeah. Maybe she's dys- dyslexic and that was just <clears throat> really be. hard. Uh, she pulls a piece of the of uh, wallpaper like out of a drawer and she's like holding it up. But she it's was like a to... puzzle piece on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And you were able she was able to like peel a piece back and it says like dolls see all. It takes a doll face off and it says something is hiding under the bed. Uh, she goes under the bed. There's a dollhouse kind of jack in the box thing that's like playing pop goes the weasel as she's like pop goes the weasel because the weasel go pop. That would have been fucking great if they used that one instead. <laughs> Third base for all you kids out there that don't know what the fuck we're talking about, because I believe they were a one-hit wonder from 1991. I thought they had another hit. Did they? Don't look it up. Well, <laughs> who cares? Fine. We'll look it up after, because now I'm fucking curious. But anyway, so... Pop, pop. Pop, go to weasel, the weasel, the weasel. <laughs> Wasn't that the video that had like a makeshift like vanilla ice that got yeah, they, his ass they, kicked? Yeah, they beat him up. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh, yeah, so she the, the jack-in-the-box fucking house thing opens and then she is like this funky looking key that almost looks like a saw. Like yeah. one of those like hand saws. And someone's banging on the door and makes it in all she sees is feet it's like Harper where are you hiding but she what we're hearing is her dad because now she's like going back to she's in her memories she's in her memories where obviously like he like abused her mother and he's like oh you know he's like slapping the shit out of her mom so bad that her mom's ring pops off and goes underneath the bed and that's when she grabs the ring right and that's why it's so sentimental. Right. And it switches between then and like now, like with her dad and stuff like that. And the devil horn guy, like is, is the one that's in the room. And he's like, Oh, like give me your face. Is that what he said? Like, give me your face or something like that. And yeah, no, he wants said, to, he wants to see what's underneath her mask. Oh, that's right. He wants to see what's underneath her mask. And she says, no, and stabs him in the eye with the key. Yes. Ouch. He's trying to unlock the door. And so like you have to like turn the thing like the whole way. And then it's like one of those old rotary phones where you like you turn it the whole way and it has to go. <laughs> yeah. And it's playing Pop Goes the Weasel, but it doesn't finish. And then all of a sudden, was it there's a like a Nathan hears like a gunshot. So it goes like right through the door, hits Harper in the shoulder. Yeah, it had a uh, shotgun rig to point at the door on the other end. Right. And that's so, on a timer. It starts ticking again. Yep. So, yeah, Nathan hears it. Like I said, Harper took it in the shoulder. Uh, devil guy is 
fucking pissed because, well, he just took a sawch like key to his eyeball. So like he comes after her after she goes down to like another hallway and he starts like choking her and choking her. And that gun is on, like you said, is on a timer and it's like, we're going. And just as it's about to go off, like she thumbs his eyeball. And of course, like he like sits up or, or whatever and takes the fucking shot to the head. Yeah. Now it's funny because it looked like she got hit with bird shot and he got hit with like point blank buckshot. Oh yeah. No, his head fucking exploded. Yeah. So Harper gets to gets to the gun and lights in the hallway turn on. It's, this is where like Sam sees like the ping from from Nathan. And so he's on his way. Right. He's like nineteen miles out. Yeah. Meanwhile, the clown is like smashing their car and he goes back inside, turns all the lights on. Like the clown goes back inside and ghost Mitch says to, um, the zombie guy, I think, I think it was. And it, and he goes, you ready? And I, I can't remember if like the, the zombie guy like nodded or just like got up and went with him. Harper like knocks the zombie, like zombie mask guy down. And then without even missing a beat, just pitchfork in the neck or like the chest area or whatever. And she pulls off the mask and it's Bailey. Oops. Yeah. Because she disappeared for a while and we didn't know where she went. I did think this was funny because she had a gag on. And um, when we decided to do this movie, I thought it was pretty funny that uh, we kind of pulled a similar move with Chad Pricksmith coming out and you believing he's the killer for a, a brief oh, that's right. moment. So she's dying and says, they're coming for you. Sam arrives. Do you think and- you're the only ones to make it this far? <laughs> Sam finally arrives. And as he walks in, he sees like a smoke, the smoking barrel calls out to people. And then, yeah, he just sees the clown. He's like, Hey, yo, What's going on? I'm looking for Harper. And then trips on the the tripwire from earlier in the movie. And what was it like? A, did he get like a, a screw in his neck or something like that or a bolt? Um, It doesn't matter what it was because basically he was a waste of a character. It's true. I, like I, There was basically no point. I mean, yeah, you see that she is, you know, continuing the cycle of, of abuse. She's following into her mother's role looking for a new abusive father and you know he's filling that role but uh, like he could have just drove off at the beginning after he smashed the pumpkins and we could have never seen him again and, and it wouldn't have made any have, difference because he, right, did, it, it he went in there just to, just to have an extra death which i don't mind this is true and of course like we all think he's a dickhead and deserve to die anyway so yeah you know, so i guess it's all good but uh but yeah, so he pulls the thing out of his neck and he's, uh, was it? Um, yeah, the clown comes out with like, he's like dragging a sledgehammer and drops, what would he drop? Like, uh, he was like reaching for his phone and uh, did he drop like, like cinder blocks or like concrete on his hand or something? No, it was a cinder block. Yeah. Oof. And then sledgehammer to the head, which is always cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, that, that was, that was pretty cool. Uh, Harper is hearing chainsaws in the background again and 
someone smashes through a wall, which is just like particle board, and it's Nathan. So now, like, Ghost Mitch attacks Nathan, and then another dude attacks Harper. I forget which one that one is. <laughs> and she, like, they're both fighting each other off, and she's fighting him with, like, with, like, the rifle, and because the chainsaw, like, cut the barrel, she was able to shoot him, and then, like, knock out Ghost Mitch. Yes. It's, like, as they're, like, leaving, I, I think she kind of saw Sam's body, but didn't really know who it was. Yeah. Or maybe really... she just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, maybe. And then they run into one more guy who, like you said, he, like, he was just like an errand boy. Like, he didn't know, like, this was going to be real. He just thought they were going to be, like, fucking with kids. And, yeah, he's like, you know, we got to get out. We got to get you out. Got to get you out. Uh, she, I think he mentioned that one of them was like a tattoo artist or yep. something. Yeah. So you got to imagine he's probably also into body modification piercings and that they were all doing work to their own faces to resemble the masks they wore, which is pretty creepy. But then again, what do they do the rest of the year? <laughs> you can't just walk around as as devil face guy or or skull face guy. I mean, clown guy is probably the most normal out of them all. Yeah. Well, besides the the vampire, because he has to earn his face with a kill. True. That's right. But yeah, I'd like to know what what kind of profession that these freaks are into the rest of the year. I don't know. So yeah, he's going into a box, like a crate. He's you know he's like, oh, they're hiding. I know they hide, like they hit a gun here. I know, like I know it's there, but it's missing. Um, not a good sign. No, he hears, you know, he, he stands up. He goes, ah, oh, he goes, I know it's here. Pops in the head. Blam. He found the gun. Oh, yes. Bullet first. True. Uh, Nathan and Harper, like when, when the the guy like shot. Now, this guy's unmasked, I believe. Because I think he just had like tattoos and like piercings in his face. Mm-hmm. But Harper and Nathan, between like an axe, a machete, and something else, like, hack his arm like into the wood or something like that like into the wall and they head up the ladder to where Nathan kind of found his way out but it's there's like a trap door and Harper made it out but as she gets out the witch who we haven't seen in a while steps on the trap door and or the well whatever and traps Nathan down below and she was one, she's like, oh, you think you're the only ones that have, like, made it this far? And she walks off the door as, you know, Nathan's able to open up, trip her, and then, like, drags her back down. And then they just repeatedly, like, slam the door, like, on her face. Yeah. And then just kind of drop her down. And so he gets, yeah, this is where the clown, like, starts to, like, light the, like, the pallet room on fire. Oh, yeah. So all of those well-placed oil bags were there to burn this whole place down, which is pretty ingenious. Right. Yeah, get rid of the evidence anyway, right? Yeah. Although somehow they always seem to, like, find shit in, like, fire rubble. Well, they're going to know what caused the fire. But, I mean, it's not like they'll find fingerprints. So these people probably don't have fingerprints. 
Well, no, they probably like scraped them all off. Ugh. So uh, Nathan and Harper make it out. They run to their car, which they see is smashed. And uh, so like, well, fuck it. Make it a run for the fence. Nathan goes back to grab his bat. And then so they go, they start climbing the fence. <laughs> the first time they think to grab one of these many weapons lying around. Yeah. And as he's like getting ready to climb, he sees, uh, I believe that was Mitch, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he goes after him, but apparently Mitch has a gun on him, takes a bullet, but keeps going at him and then just swings away, just tees off on his head. And uh, they climb the fence. They're off into the woods. They're running away. And the clown is still in the still in the fire. So he's uh, he, you think he's going down with the ship. I didn't think that at all. No, you didn't think so? No, he lit the whole thing on fire. I figured he had this all Maybe. all well planned. Okay, well, I don't know. It just sounded like, like, oh, I guess all my friends are dead. Like, just I didn't catch that vibe at all. Oh, okay. I it made it seem like they had done this many times before. Fair, uh, but they 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 get back to the road. They see Sam's truck on the side of the road. Uh, they drive away, and you see like an overhead shot, and there's sirens coming the other way. And then all of a sudden, Nathan is getting like medical attention. He's going to be in the hospital. He's going to be fine. And they live happily ever after. Yay. And you see Harper and Sam's truck pull up to her old house. And her mom opens the door. They hug like everyone's happy. But then there's like a quick shot of the clown behind her mom. And then it cuts. Because she's dreaming. She's dreaming. It cuts to Harper in the the, uh, hospital. And... The nurse comes in. You don't see the nurse's face, but it says, ah, I just need you to sign these release papers. You know, I'll get you out of here. And of course, Harper has this like look on her face like, huh? And she realizes that they have her address, her home right. address. Right. So it goes to like a vehicle. You don't see who's who's driving right away, but you see like release forms like sitting kind of on like the, the armrest. And then it's a white van. You see the clown mask up hanging from the mirror and pulls up to her mom's house. But as he walks in the front door, he gets like stuck in the entryway with that same like glue shit. You know, he finally gets himself like unstuck and then falls over on one of those like nail board things while Pop Goes the Weasel is playing on like a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. And he looks up above like a fireplace or something and notices what looks like a gun should be there is no longer there. He goes, Oh shit. And you hear the gun cock. And she says, let's take off your mask. End of movie. End of movie. We get a little Lissy doing a cover of Rob Zombie's Dragula. Love that cover. Great cover. what did you think of the movie? I really liked it. I wish I had watched this a lot sooner, to, uh, to be honest. Um, I'm going to give it give it a solid three and a half. Hmm. I really I really liked them. I mean, it seems like obviously like they went. I mean, they couldn't really do a whole lot of CGI with this movie. There's no point to like the practical like effects and like the deaths and stuff were pretty cool. The sets were awesome. The music the sets was were cool. awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tom and Dandy. Tom and Andy, one one word, did the score. They did 
some work in Natural Born Killers, Sinister 2, The Strangers Part 2, the remake of Hills Have Eyes. Uh, I really like this. I think I'm going to go three and a half as well. Three and a half brains. Uh, they nice. did They did mention a little bit of what was going on. The vampire had said that this is a cult. So alluding to maybe there are a lot more members. Maybe this is happening all over the country. Would love to see a sequel. There's a rumored haunt too, but I cannot confirm the lividity of that. It, it it seemed like someone just blowing smoke up everyone's ass. I mean, it, it, if that's the case, then yeah, they could totally do a sequel based on if there are other groups doing it. And maybe get to a deeper dive into the cult. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And Miss Halloween 2022. Unpleasant dream. Miss Halloween 2022. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Cassandra Peterson. Now, she was our first horror babe of the month. Yes, well-deserved, and I feel like we should redo everything about that episode. (laughs) We will. So she's well-deserved Miss Halloween. I mean, she has been a horror babe for me. Huge crush since I ever saw her. I think it was a Coors Light cardboard cutout where she's like getting moonshine. You know, like she's sunbathing, but she's, oh, she's like moonbathing, you know, like oh, out, yeah. out in the full moon with, with some Coors Light. Obviously, she's mostly known as Elvira, but she's been in a lot, a lot of movies. She was actually in an uncredited role in Diamonds Are Forever. So you could really? even say she's a Bond girl. Oh, and I that? just said it. So it's locked in. It's It's forever a thing. I mean, she has been in a lot. She was in Cheech and Chong's next movie. She actually did a few things with with Cheech and Chong. But then she had I mean, she had a radio show, Elvira's Movie Macabre. Macabre? macabre. I have macabre. mostly. I, I hate I that still, word. I still have no clue how to say that word. I think macabre. it's macar. I think it's macabre. But it's spelled macabre, which sounds cool, too. Macabre. <laughs> But yeah, so she, one of the greatest movie hosts, horror hosts of all time. And she just recently celebrated her 40th year as Elvira on Shudder. She did a a special Elvira's 40th anniversary, very scary, very special, special, which she hosted for, I mean, they're called episodes, but basically it was. It was one night, but she did four movies, starting with, you know, her her first movie, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. She had a second movie almost 14 years later, I'd like to say. Was it that that much later? The Haunted the Haunted Hills movie, Elvira's Haunted Hills. Yep. Yep. Uh, that was 2001. Damn. I mean, she's. She's messed around. Not messed around. Well, that's... Whoa! She's hung out with Scooby-Doo in the gang. I mean, that's pretty awesome. She's in the most recent 
Rob Zombie iteration of The Monster. She plays oh, right. Barbara Carr. I mean, she's she's doing stuff. She just came out with a book. Go check it out. I love uh, so I'm like scrolling through and I see that, you know, she was on episodes of like these random shows. I mean, not random to us, like we I remember them, like like Parker Lewis can't lose. Oh my god, I that show is funny. I I'll always remember him as the dude, the nerd from the stand, which was baffling because he's so cool in the show, but then he's like the biggest nerd. Oh, that's right. In the stand. Uh, so yeah, happy Halloween, uh, Elvira. We salute you. Cheers. Cheers. So, daddies. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So. Last year, we did the Deddies with our boys from Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack, and we were very loose with the rules. We basically went back all the time, whenever whenever you wanted, you know, pick, pick a, a song. This year, we're keeping it a little tighter. We're basically, the parameters are from now back until we did the last Deddies. Yeah, a, a couple Maybe of my movies. Be a little looser. <laughs> I was about to say a couple of my movies might have, you know, slipped a couple months before that. It was like mid twenty twenty one. But if you hadn't seen the movie, this uh, is true. Uh, you know, it time is... is a fickle thing. It's a construct of humanity that we kind of created. Right. Does it even exist? Does it flow in a straight line? I don't know. It could just be like a kindergarten scribble on the wall i mean i feel the only rule was no transformers movies i specifically said no transformers movies this year <laughs> I, I feel like there were three or four nominations last year uh that and wasn't armageddon oh, like up there or just something like that uh, i don't know I, I would pick i would put armageddon up on a horror adjacent list before i'd put transformers even though transformers are kind of like what do they call them kaijus? You know, the giant monsters? They're basically yeah. giant monsters when they start fighting and fucking up a city. I guess that's kind of... Eh, I guess that counts, too. But Armageddon, you know, end of the world. It's kind of scary. Yeah. All right, let's get right into it. Best theme. I want to start us off. Sure, I'll do one, you do one. Yeah. Okay, so... Stranger Things wasn't around well i mean stranger things was around when we did it last year yeah. but anyway stranger things was fresh in my mind when we started picking these and i would like to nominate kyle dixon and michael stein for the stranger things theme because it's fucking awesome yeah that i remember when we first watched that show like when it first came out well god was is that like six years ago now it's a while ago it was like 2016 i think and i remember being like blown away by the like the 80s look the you know the like the the theme song was fantastic and uh yeah no i good pick good pick thanks <laughs> all right so my horror theme now there's been like three four five god knows how many different versions of this theme already but i actually went with john carpenter's halloween kills main title theme Nice. This one was a little slightly different. They added some you know, some kind of vocal uhs, like in the background. Ah, you but, gotta love the uhs. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, no, I really, really enjoyed that one. Expect more John Carpenter nominations later. It was uh, slower. It was a little bit slower, too. It wasn't as, like, you know, fast-paced as they typically are. No, I, I did dig it. John Carpenter has always nailed scores. Yeah. His movies, other people's movies, uh, as we'll see later. Um, I'm nominating Occhiali Neri by Arnaud Ribotini. So it's the theme from Dark Glasses, which is Dario Argento's brand new movie. It just dropped on shut. Well, it, ha- it hasn't technically dropped yet. They had a secret screening last weekend and it fucking slaps, dude. It's a great movie. And the soundtrack is like very, like almost bouncy. Like, yeah. I, like I wanted to be jamming while people are just getting fucking eviscerated. <laughs> but it was a great, great theme song. I, I really, I really dug it. It did yeah. a great job. Good score. Great soundtrack. Nice. Uh, how many each are we doing of these? Uh, well, I did two. You could do another one. I, I've got a couple more that we could. Just there was a, there was only a couple that I, that um. So I listened. It was like the black phone one was really good. The uh, the main title I, I forget. Might, that might have been Tyler Bates. No, it wasn't Tyler Bates. Um, I forget. Uh, black phone was a good one. X the the score the main title the X was really good as well. Was there a main theme though? This this was another one that was a little little tricky. See, they didn't have an opening credits. They True. literally put the title of the movie at the very fucking end of the movie, right before the end credits. Yeah. Fair. So that one's tough. I didn't have a theme song or an opening credits for that movie, but you did end up yeah. watching it. I did. I liked it. That movie was awesome. I have to see. Um, was it Pearl? Pearl. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see that. All right. That's it. Well, I also want to nominate No Return by Craig Wendron and Anna Weronker. Oh, my God. Weronker. I I think it's Anna Weronker from the movie, the movie, the show Yellow Jackets. Cool theme, cool show. And everyone's talking about the monsters. I don't want to really talk about the monsters, not too much, (laughs) but since the monsters is that everyone's thoughts, I feel like we should just talk about season of sin and their cover of the monsters theme. It's pretty cool. It's on Spotify. Go check it out. Uh, They they came up with that quite a while ago, so it's not an actual nominee. I just want you to listen to it. It's cool. Yeah, it is. And obviously, like you said, uh, stranger things, another fantastic, you know, opening theme. Oh yeah. Okay. Best cover. All right. So this one, there were two that came to my mind like immediately. And then my mind kind of went blank, but I, this was obviously, it was my first pick and I had to go with downtown by Anya Taylor joy. I believe it's Anya Taylor. Joy. Sorry. Anya. Uh, yeah, I feel like Taylor we've joy. been saying it wrong for so long. Yeah. Apparently. Downtown From- was my first pick as well. So uh, that's a that's a good one. It's, yeah, from last night in Soho, there was they did an up tempo and a down tempo. The down tempo, yeah. is the slower one that they use, yep. obviously down tempo. Uh, they use in the <laughs> the trailer. Uh, I I really dug that. I've listened to that probably enough that Spotify is gonna say it's like 
the theme for my year or whatever when they do the year end shit. Yeah, she had another cover on there also, um, "You Are My World," which was another really good, really. It good was good. Cover. Yeah, yeah, that was really good too. Uh, my, I'm gonna go with. So you stole my top pick. I'm gonna go landslide from the movie X by Brittany Snow and Kid Cudi. Ah, that's yeah, that's right. That was a really good cover and a really good sequence that that kind of showed you the the young versus old and kind of gave you the started giving you like the the theme of of the movie. I thought I, I really dug that. Still not on Spotify. Come on, guys, get with the program. <laughs> you got another one? Ah, uh, those were the two I I I came up with. Oh, and you did the slide as well. No, not not the the two. <laughs> The two Anya Taylor Joy ones, but oh, gotcha. A couple other color covers here. Uh, we go. Cry Little Sister by Churches, featured in the movie Night Books. I have not seen that. Uh, my daughter and I watched that one day. I think we were home on COVID, COVID quarantine, and we put that on. And there's a whole subplot about the kid really liking the Lost Boys. He actually gets lured into the witch's lair by the video of Lost Boys. And then you hear Cry Little Sister at one point, And then the cover by Churches. And it's fucking awesome. Nice. Yeah. All right. Best original song. Best original song. So this one, I actually went with, let's see if I can remember how to how to say this. Yeah. I went with Lacrimus Day Ibrius by Dream Widow from Studio 666. Oh, I've never heard of them. They're also known as the Foo Fighters. Nice. Yes, I also picked that one. That was a, uh, I mean, amazing. Supposedly, it's Dave Grohl. He just had a bunch of unused riffs, and he threw them together, and somehow it works. Yeah, and fucking 10 minutes later. Well, luckily, it's only 10 minutes as opposed to the movie version when they were like, what? Like rocking like 44 <laughs> minutes? I know. Okay, so I'm going to nominate Jeff Whitmire, All Hail the Male Girl Queen. And I'm going to drop a link to that video because yours truly actually has a cameo in the video. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's uh, right. Wick, wicked cool um, shout out homage to Darcy, the male girl of The Last Drive-In, and Jeff does a real fun version of that. He does a lot of fun shit. Uh, he's got a, an album coming out, Stabby Road, which Stabby is going to feature a lot of fun parodies, which he has has released. And uh, yeah, check check it out, Jeff Whitmire. That was cool. I, like I I forget I forget why. Like I just happened to like turn put on Twitter, and then the like the. The clip was like right there. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And I'm watching. And then I saw like your picture. I was just like, or your little snippet was like, huh. <laughs> was that I'm Mike? Like, <laughs> I'm like, that's something. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Uh, you get any other originals? That was, that was the one that I, that was the one that I, you know, stuck out in my mind. Okay. I'm going to go with Hellbender from the movie Hellbender. Armageddon. Now, this is a cool father, mother, daughter band who also makes movies, and they 
made this movie called Hellbender, and it's pretty awesome. And Armageddon was my favorite song that they did in the movie. So there you go. That's another one I have I have yet yet to see. I have a couple months to, you know, bang out these movies for 2022. This one might be a little older, but it premiered in 2022. So I'm letting it slide. That's all that goes. I mean, that that's what we go by, right? I mean, when it came out and when I watched it. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's only three, so that's an easy one. Best use of existing song. So I've got a lot for this one. Yeah, I. So I wasn't sure how many we were supposed to pick, but so I went with California Love, the beginning of Day Shift. Nice. You know, it just kind of goes over. You know, the shows like the screenshot, the screenshot, the you know span of the city, and you meet. Uh, Jamie Foxx's character where we, you know, see he's going to pick beer cans and underwear and dead animals out of a pool. Yeah, but I believe the, that was a remix. That was a remix California Love remix. Yeah. Yeah. Featuring Roger. Who's Roger? I don't know. Don't ask. Roger from American Dad? Probably not. Oh. Okay. So the first use of existing song that I'd like to point out because it has taken the world by fire or by storm or whatever the cliche phrase is. I knew you were going to pick another song from this series. So I'm going to pick the other song from the series. Uh, Both of these have recently come back to the billboard charts. And this one has gotten a lot of play on kiss one because it's actually in the top 40. Now we're going Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. I'm not going to lie. I hate that song so much. I, <laughs> when I first heard it, I was like, I don't, I don't get the appeal. But then I saw the, the show and, and I, I don't know. The way they wove it into the score and the way they, they repetitively played it throughout the season, it, it got in the back of my head and I, I dig it. I'd yeah, never heard no, it before. I, I, Not, I get I'd it. never heard it before, which is weird. Yeah, and and she, I mean, how much? I mean, she must be, you know, bringing in bank right now. She is very excited that, about the resurgence of this song from 1987, I believe. Yeah, and then pissed off Taika Waititi because he wanted to use it for Thor, and now he's all butthurt. Oh, there's a lot of other songs that could be used. Yeah, they just basically used Guns N' Roses. It's it's funny. They actually used um, the same song in this movie I watched last night. Uh, what the hell is it called? Cursed Friends. Cur- oh, and, yeah. And there's this guy running, and he's jamming out to it in his in his little ear- AirPods. <laughs> That's funny. It was pretty funny. But, but, but yeah, and then you mentioned, obviously, the other song, and probably you'll see this actually in a couple couple places on my list master of puppets easily probably one of the coolest like six minutes of television that i i have seen in a long ass time eddie monson that what a what a, (laughs) what a great character arc for that guy too oh great great arc great scene um 
And he was, was actually playing, was playing too, drum. Wasn't he? Uh, so he did learn that song, and later on, he actually got to play with, with Metallica, Metallica. Yeah. which is just so fucking cool. Yeah. All right. So I actually have. I really want to mention New York State of Mind by Nas. Ruth Langmore jammed out to that Nozark. It's not really horror, but I just thought it was such a cool, like, yeah, so cool. I just had to mention it. But I'm going with Brothers Theme by Rick Douglas. It gets used. Actually, it's been a certain character's theme since the first Scream, and they used it heavily in the latest Scream. Scream, what are we up to? Five now? Uh, and yes. I, I just, oh man, I every time I hear the doom, 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 yeah, it is very cool, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you finally seen Scream Five yet? So I'm just about done with it. I was actually watching it the uh, <laughs> this afternoon. What instead of football? For yeah, shame. I felt like watching Scream. Okay. Uh, I'd like to squeeze in Pete Antel. Stop, look, and listen. It's Halloween from Halloween Kills. Because two of my favorite characters are in that scene. And it's just so awesome. Like The guy's just like up in his room. He's smoking weed. He puts on. He just wants to listen to spooky records. Stop, look, listen. It's Halloween. Big John, Big John, come down. I made charcuterie. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, little John. Sure. I just want to smoke weed. I and made charcuterie. Records. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Actually, great, no, there was great. Uh, um, I've ne- I'd never heard that song before, and it's now on my Halloween playlist. Uh, love it. Also, you know, I re- actually rewatched the other day um, Fear Street 1994 and how they Graded the whole entire soundtrack for that one is amazing, but uh, uh, Machine Head was 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 a cool use in there too. Uh, one of my runner-ups was more human than human. Yeah. Well, that was it, the ending. That was the ending credit, right? I don't know. I I just I yeah. wrote it down. I it, that was a fun series. I like that. That was a really fun series. I thought they did a great job. Okay, what are we on to next? Best score. Best score. I actually went with, like I said, there's a couple times to see this movie on my list. Uh, the Day Shift. That right. was um, Tyler Bates, I think. Is, is that a lost, That his last name? I think. I mean, Tyler Bates. Yeah, Tyler Bates. Person, yes. Yeah, Tyler Bates. Um, very kind of bluesy with some, you know, some hard, some, some hard rock in there. I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. They set set the uh, the scenes, situations like really nicely. I was rocking out to it actually all this week. Uh yeah, I, I did enjoy that movie. Uh, a lot of cool shit. Let's see. For score, I went with X. Tyler Bates and Chelsea Wolf. Yeah, I did. He was he was a runner up for me. Uh, sorry. <laughs> the movie uh, X, was X, a runner up. <laughs> the movie the movie was a runner up, but like I was looking at his stuff and like he's he's just done a shit ton. Yeah, I mean that movie like they blend like so the they do a regular score, then they have so many great like actual songs in the movie. Don't Fear the yeah. Reaper is one of them, which I joked about earlier. They do use that in this movie, of course, cuz 
Every fucking movie does, especially if it's placed in the 70s. Uh, but great score. Yeah, he's, like I said, he's he's done a shit ton of stuff. He did um, the uh, John Wick movies. He did Deadpool. The, uh, what else did he do? He did Punisher. He's, he's done he's a shit ton of Zombie, stuff. He's worked with Rob Zombie, I believe. Yeah, he's worked with Rob Zombie, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, no, he's he's done some awesome stuff. Uh, yeah, X was also on my list. And then, surprisingly, like, I haven't actually seen the movie yet, but I like, listened to the, the sound, like, to the score, and it's really, really good. It's Orphan First Kill. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. The only thing I've seen about that movie is there a funny scene with... Uh... Julia Stiles. She's like, excuse me, I'm going to fuck my husband now. Oh, that's right. I know nothing else about the movie. <laughs> Is that ice I hear, you son of a bitch? Well, I'm the one that's editing it. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, my next one, Firestarter. The remake of Firestarter, who is scored by John and Cody Carpenter yep. with Daniel Davies. And can I just tell you that this... All right, so say whatever you want about the movie. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. I, I did like it too, except for maybe the, the shit poor ending. Um, it's funny because I feel like that's a, an ending Stephen King nailed. And right. people always give him shit about the endings of his his books. And then the movie just went in a completely different direction. But I really did dig the whole movie. But the soundtrack, like there was some of those tracks that I could just jam to. Yeah, like lot six. That's definitely up there. Is just a they just put that on because it's fucking bassy and sounds like cool. Yep. Uh, the score, the scream score was uh, really good as well. Yes. Okay. Best montage song. This one's a toughie. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of montages happening in uh, this year. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, I think the biggest montage. I, th- I, I mean, I, I guess it's it, it's kind of a montage. The definition is just like scenes cut up to make it seem quicker or something like that or whatever the hell it is. I mean, it shows, it shows a lot of things. Pa- the passage of time is big in a montage. I mean, the master of puppets scene, right? Wouldn't that kind of qualify? Uh, no, I don't no. think so because that's all happening at once whereas a montage shows like a progression of time i'm going to use a horrible example right here in the monsters movie (laughs) i got you babe is sung by lily and herman and they're doing a karaoke she actually sings really well um i think they played herman up to not sing well because he's supposed to be like a rock star and obviously he has a he was a little off key. Let's just say that. But then they show their like whole like date, like dating love life and like the progression of that while they're singing the song. That's a montage. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, this, this one was tough for me for at least for this year. Cause I mean, I could have come up with a bunch for like a, any other movie. Oh yeah, Mon- like Monster Squad from like last year. I picked Monster Squad because yeah. you get you know rock until you drop while they were all preparing for the fight. Like that's a great montage, right? You I mean you can say the same thing about like there's I mean there's one in um, Psycho Gore Man. 
Yeah. But yeah, that's that's that was the first one like I I thought of, but I was kind of pushing the boundaries of our timeline here. But but I mean that I mean, that's that's, what, that's within that's within the timeline. I mean, if you want to okay. use it, yeah, I'm I'm going to use that one. I I was hesitant to put on the list. Like I said, I I, I thought the time had passed for it, but that that was pretty good. Okay, I'm going with Lacrimus Deibrius by Dream Widow. In Studio 666, there's a great scene when they start the song and the progression of Dave getting a little bit crazier and um, John Carpenter is like mixing it and he's like, fuck yeah. And there's just like a whole bunch of shit going on. And that's that's my pick. Yeah, I really there wasn't really many montages. So I think those are the two. Yeah, I, I think so. And then, actually, when I was watching Fire, I was going back through Firestarter. I'm like, wasn't there something like relatively cool in here somewhere? And, uh, like, maybe, old, maybe with the score uh, when she's like really learning to harness her powers. The, I only saw the, the movie once, so I'm not sure. Like, after yeah, when, she, after she kills the cat, I think right? Maybe. So she's like in the woods and she's trying to like set shit on fire, like control it, kind of thing. But oh yeah, yeah, Charlie's powers was yeah. the the song there that's actually yeah. on on my list of like awesome fucking tracks from that yeah that was that was a pretty cool one we could we yeah. could add that one in here we go charlie's powers or was it i'll find you i thought it was charlie's powers because she mm. didn't know where her dad was at first remember oh that's true and she had to find him but she wanted to grow her powers for us see this that, i really did like the movie it was really cool that, made, that's right it made me want to see the the old one again yeah that's yeah. right because she's, she's like don't worry he's like i'm gonna find you and then she's like in the woods like trying to like hone her craft like shit on fire yeah all right we're going best end credit song best end credit song so i had a i had a couple for this one. Oh, whoa, whoa. would you want to do best opening credits first they're gonna do best opening credits Okay. Which is oh. funny because because one of the movies is actually one of my picks for for both of them. So yeah, uh opening song my my top pick was actually from Scream Just Us. DJ is it DJ Khaled? 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 I don't know. DJ Khaled and SZA. Yeah, no, that it's I've been just us against the world in this life of sin. I really, really like this. It popped up on my Spotify when I was driving home the other day. I was like, wow, I'm like, this is a really good fucking song. And then, That's you know, not it's not the opening credit song, though. It's the f- first song in the movie. It, like, literally, it goes to, like, the, the credit, like, the, the title. And then there, I don't think there's literally any credits in the movie, like, until the end. So this is a stretch. I don't I know. I saw the movie once, and I swear to God, they just played that in a party scene. No. No, it's it at the, the very beginning song. of the so after the beginning of the movie where when Tara gets attacked, you know it goes. Spoiler, to, I didn't say the result of it, <laughs> but the title comes up, and then it's Richie and Sam. They're outside. They work at a bowling alley. They're outside while the while the Dorks. song is playing. Yeah, so I mean, all right, whatever. Like we'll count one. it. Really, mine really mine was a real stretch too because technically there weren't many credits. They show like the production company, I think maybe the director, and then the title, which kind of like 
ripped open the sky. So it said day shift and it was ice cube. Check yourself. Ah, yes, that was, that was one of the few I put down. Another one was nine inch nails closer from fear street. 94. Nice. That was pretty good. That's all I got for opening credits because most movies I watched this year just kind of skipped opening credits. Didn't have any, um, like I even said, X didn't even show the title until the end of the movie. So, yeah. yeah. Best end credit song. Best end credit song. I got two for that one also. One you mentioned earlier, More Human Than Human. Nice. And then that was 1994. 94, Street. yeah. Yeah. And then I chose another one from Day Shift. And this was such a badass fucking scene where Snoop Dogg comes out of the sewer. And then uh, he's just like, that's what I love about L.A. All the damn vampires. And then the proceeds great, to go. Great Lost Boys twist quote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they play his outside the box. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the two I went with. One was from Wrong Turn. This is your land by Ruby Modine. Well, covered by Ruby Modine. And if you haven't seen Wrong Turn, the remake, I suggest you fucking see that movie and sit through the end credits because the end credit sequence is amazing. And this is your or this land is your land. Very creepy and slow and sensual. And it plays very well over. We'll just say the credits. Yeah, that's on my watch list. I, I have a, I bookmarked like six movies already that I have to get in by the end of the year. Um, trying to think of what else I have to. Oh, well, and Halloween ends comes out next week, right? Yeah, I really want to see Terrifier too. I'm hearing people are yes. throwing up everywhere watching it. People are th- really. It, someone shot a picture and it was, it. what did they say? Not even halfway through Terrifier 2 and someone's already lost their lunch. And like they use the big logo of Terrifier 2 and you just see <laughs> puke all over the floor. But oh, apparently God. that's not an isolated incident. A lot of people are throwing up because of how gory it is. And that's probably the best like advertising they could have. I know, because I feel like there's not a lot of movies out there that really, like, disturb people or scare people, so. Well, you saw the first one, and supposedly yeah. this one is, like, four times as gory <laughs> and is, like, horrific. I'm excited. Yeah, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, so, the next nominee I have, Weird Al Yankovic, Nature Trail to Hell. <laughs> Probably the best end credit song to the best movie of the year. If it was real. Nature Trail to Hell. I can I can picture it in my head. You know yeah. that end scene, that whole like reveal, and then you hear the thunder, and it's Nature Trail to Hell. In 3D. In 3D. Bow. Uh <clears throat> I threw in some originals. Uh, I know we already did best original song, but these ones are just songs. They're not tied to any movies. Well, I mean, kind of one of them is. So Method Man, Come Get Some. Probably one of my favorite Method Man songs in quite a long time. It starts with the Bruce Campbell 
little quote. He's like, come get some. And then that's the whole like flow for the, the song or yeah, the whole song. Farewell to the flesh or farewell to flesh by ice nine kills. Can you guess what movie that might be about? Let's have a satanic orgy by twin temple. That's just fun. (laughs) That's just fun. And then Scary by Megan the Stallion featuring Rico Nasty. That's also fun. Little little spooky, couple extra spooky songs for you to add to your Halloween playlist. So we're going to put these through the ringer. We're going to have all of you guys vote and pick the winners. And uh, we'll, you know, we'll tell you the winners next episode. No, maybe two episodes from now. Yeah, probably two episodes. All right, so... Fan feedback. I threw it out there that the movie Haunt is a little similar to a movie called Hellfest. So I asked people what they liked first. Or what they liked first. What they liked best. Our man Dan said Hellfest. Fanny Rossier said Haunt all the way. Couple emoji thingies. I love Hellfest. One of the best modern slashers I've seen in a long time, says Chris C. Nate C. Hellfest. Aaron. A-R-O-N. Haunt. Kendra Lynn. Oof. Haunt was real good. And Chad answered. Not Chad Pricksmith, just some other Chad. <laughs> Gotta go with you on this one. Seen both and Haunt is deaf better. Beck and Woods delivered a hell of a script for a, jo- a subgenre that I typically don't care much for, and I freaking loved this movie. Don't open Kevin's side. Just gonna put it out there that Haunt is the best haunted house movie. That is all. We will not be taking questions at this time. And uh, Arachnopocalypse answered, Objection, Your Honor. So I'm guessing they like Hellfest better. Uh, Gerald's tweets, Haunt is awesome. It's legit scary, and it's devoid of certain oft-utilized horror elements, e.g. mutilation, sexual assault that may trigger some viewers. In other words, it's a film that a group of friends or spouses can watch together, regardless of sensitivities. Well, there is a whole domestic abuse motif throughout the whole fucking thing, but uh, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Uh, shark exploitation haunt john k haunt death from ohio haunt sarah haunt she just like literally put the poster there um brandon said hellfest he used a gif from hellfest where there's a guy getting spanked by a woman's skeleton tj said hellfest uh david charpentier hellfest and then i straight up just asked what are your thoughts on on Haunt? And Shawnee says, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. I really enjoyed it. Had some awesome kills. KNKN sounds interesting. Assuming that means they haven't seen it. Emily Delicious, I love it. Good suspense. Slasher movies. Fanny Rossier, again, answered, pretty damn funny and wild as hell. Rock and roll. Tongue out face. Dr. Dante, love it. Ken Crunk 
absolutely love this flick and have watched it a few times. Sarah says, love it. Metal, two black hearts. Tom Reimer, I enjoyed it. Mare, like Mary. Oh, so it's Mary. <laughs> she puts like Mary. Oh, that's good. Mary Graves, <laughs> I liked it. Very creepy. Kev75, very good. AJ, good movie. I enjoyed watching. The story was good. That's a lot. Holy crap. Yeah, so a lot of people really like this movie. And Hellfest, I, I do have to say, is uh, pretty similar in plot on paper. Also a good movie, but this one, this one's different um, because of the whole like allegory thing. That and, and the great, the great cover of Dracula. Oh yeah, uh, it, which I believe won last year for best end credit song. Don't get me wrong. I have, to, I have to pull it up. Best end credit. Oh, no. I was wrong. Best end credit song was Pet Cemetery." Ah. Ah, yeah. Two great choices. Two great choices. I, I really, I still jam out to Haunt. The, uh, the Dragula. Oh, I do too. Yeah, I do too. And I think that about wraps it up. So we're going to be going into our season finale, which is going to be a two-parter. Yeah, as always, you can check us out on everywhere. You're listening to us. Keep listening to us, and we will fill your ear holes with audio joy. Follow us on Twitter at Fans of the Dead One. If you want to reach out to us, Fans of the Dead Podcast at gmail.com. Drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Yep. Uh, check us out. We're on Instagram. Uh, fans of the dead podcast uh go to our website fans of the dead.com check out our episodes our youtube videos our uh t-shirts you can buy a t-shirt there um facebook fans of the dead uh go to prescribedfilms.com uh you can we are on their network so you can see a host a whole buttload of other shows that are on the same network if you uh looking for a good variety but a big, a big butt. So there's like a big, butt. the load is bigger. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. YouTube, check out some of our videos. Uh, yeah. I mean, keep it spooky. It's spooky season. Let's enjoy it while it lasts. Because before you know it, you'll be gathering around with family to eat dry turkey and some sides that you don't really like. I like a lot of sides. I, I never cook a dry turkey. And I love all the sides that I cook. I'm just saying, in general, that's the consensus I hear. People are miserable. They are. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, have fun. Be safe. Peace. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network. Home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.